Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. If you would like some free resources from me, I have some things I'd love to send you to help you on your path to becoming more calm, self-assured and confident, you can head over to karmayou.com forward slash free and enter your details there and I will send you some goodies. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions of hypnotherapy and coaching at karmayou.com. So today is a solo episode. So I wrote a blog post on this topic several years ago and it is it has remained one of the most popular topics on my website. So I thought it would be worth also speaking to you guys about this here. Basically, it's this sense of, and I'm sure you can relate to this if you clicked on this podcast to listen to, the sense of, it almost doesn't matter what we do in a day, it's never enough. Or perhaps you get yourself into cycles of beating yourself up because you don't feel you're being productive enough. And perhaps even finding that you procrastinate over things and then beat yourself up and then procrastinate even more. So if this is you, stay tuned. I'm going to be sharing my own experience of this and also some really practical tips and advice on how you can break free of this horrible, horrible cycle that we can get ourselves into of never feeling like we're doing enough. So just to tell you a little bit of the story of how I've experienced this in my own life. When I first trained as a hypnotherapist, this was about eight years ago, nine years ago, I was also working full-time in the NHS as a nutritionist. So by day, I'd be working in the community, helping families to cook healthier meals. And by night, and also at the weekends, I would be seeing hypnotherapy clients, writing blog posts, tinkering with my website and working on what seemed to be an endless and ever-growing to-do list that I'd tick off something off my to-do list and then the the to-do list would basically double. So it was never-ending. And anyone who's ever set up a business or transitioned to becoming self-employed will know that it's a, there's a lot to do, basically. And to say that I was busy and stressed is an understatement. And things actually got even worse when I finally did quit my day job to go and do hypnotherapy full time. It took me about a year and a half, I think, to to make that transition. But at that point, the pressure was really on to make hypnotherapy my full time job, and to make it my main source of income. 
And I'll always remember the awful January of 2014 when, not a lot of people know this, but for quite a lot of therapists, January is actually quite a quiet month. I think people often assume that January is going to be really busy for therapists, but from what I hear and my experience in 2014 was the same, that it can be quite quiet. No one has got money in January. And actually, it's actually in February when people are have tried, you know, their New Year's resolutions and it hasn't necessarily worked out and then they actually realise they need some help. So February is often a lot busier for therapists than January. January 2014 was incredibly slow. I had no work, no income, and I was spending all my time at home on my own. My boyfriend was going into work at his office. I was trying to get things done, trying to be productive, putting loads of pressure on myself. It didn't matter what I'd done in the day. It was never enough. I just remember beating myself up day after day that why wasn't I more productive? Why wasn't I not, was I not further ahead? Why couldn't I make money? And I couldn't even justify taking a break. I wouldn't go and exercise. I wouldn't go for a walk. I wouldn't have a lunch break. I would sit there at my desk beating myself up and trying to get things done. And guess what? I felt like absolute shite. Surprise, surprise. So I don't know if this rings a bell for any of you. This is such a common thing that I hear people speaking about that we worry that we're not productive enough, that we're not getting enough done, or maybe that we're not making the most of our lives. It's kind of this sense of FOMO that everyone else, you know, I had used to have thoughts like everyone else is making the most of living in London and I am sat here you know, trying to work and not even getting anything done. You know, you might even have the sense that you have to prove something all the time or that you have to earn your time off. You don't just get to take a break, you have to actually earn it. And I think it's got something to do with the fact that we have internalised capitalism so much that we hang our self-worth on what we do, on what we produce, on how productive we are. And yeah, This is just a really, really damaging attitude for our mental health because we can't switch off, we can't relax, we can't give ourselves a break. So if you're suffering from never doing enough-itis, I'd like you to consider the following ideas. So firstly, ask yourself, is the pressure of feeling like you don't do enough actually leading you to procrastinate? Now, procrastination, I probably will do another, I probably will do a podcast specifically on procrastination but it's highly linked to anxiety. It's highly linked to a fear of failure. So if you're getting yourself into this cycle, procrastination, not getting enough done, and then more procrastination, which basically just leads to misery. And this is absolutely the the state of mind I was in several years ago. So anxiety about doing things or doing things perfectly can mean that we put them off because it all just seems too overwhelming. So one tip that I have for you, which I heard from Tim Ferriss, the author and entrepreneur. And he says, do one small thing in the morning, such as making your bed. That is a little bit of a success, a little bit of a quick win that will lead to a sense of momentum that will enable you to get on with what you need to get on with in the day. And it sounds like such a small thing, but honestly, this really works. Making your bed in the morning is going to mean that you create that momentum to be able to get on with the other things on your to-do list that you might be nervous to do. It gives you that boost. 
So that's one thing that you can be doing just to ensure that you are getting out of that procrastination cycle. Another thing we can be doing is doing less with more focus. So what if you were to do what you do, but with more mindfulness? You know, we get so much more richness and value from doing things with presence rather than rushing through them. Allowing yourself to be present and feel and enjoy each moment rather than acting on autopilot or checking out mentally as you do things is going to mean you're able to really make the most of what you're doing. And also it means you're going to appreciate what you are doing rather than, you know, sometimes I can get myself into just wondering where that last two hours go. But if I'm working or writing with more presence, more mindfulness, I'm able to to appreciate what I'm actually doing. And it's also really important to remind ourselves that happiness doesn't come from the things that we do. It comes from the attitude that we bring to the things that we do. So I sometimes used to wonder if I should be one of those people who is out every night making the most of living in London. But then I remembered, actually, if I'm tired and I'd rather be relaxing on the sofa, then being out and about is not going to be something that I'm going to enjoy. So what is the point in that? So if I'm staying in and I'm not achieving things and I'm not quote unquote making the most of things, then I really try to just savour and embrace whatever it is I'm doing, whether that's staying in or having an early night and actually embracing the joy of missing out instead of putting this pressure on myself that I should be making the most of things. I think it's also really important if we want to access the best of ourselves to take some pressure off ourselves. We often believe that by putting more pressure on ourselves and beating ourselves up, that this will somehow motivate us to do better and to try harder But the reality is, is that when we're stressed and pressured, the amygdala, the part of our brain, which is responsible for the fight or flight response, starts to take over. It gets more blood flow in the brain and the frontal cortex, the rational thinking, clear thinking part of your brain gets less blood flow. And so it means that we can't think as clearly and we are not able to use our brains in the most effective way. We are less creative when we're stressed, we're less intelligent, we're more likely to think of things in black and white. So that's all or nothing thinking. So thinking that we're a failure, that we're a loser, rather than actually realising that we are, as everything is, you know, shades of grey rather than black and white. Doing what you can to get yourself into a calmer state, taking the pressure off, is actually going to mean that you are doing things more effectively, that your work is going to get better, that your relationships are going to improve when you take some pressure off yourself. So I know that this is easier said than done and it's not as simple as just deciding to take pressure off yourself. But I find it really helpful to remember that when I'm in a calmer state, that's when I can access all of my strengths and abilities much more easily. I also think there's something that happens when we get into a calmer state. We can really listen to ourselves. We can listen to our intuition more easily. And it means that the action that we take is more inspired rather than forced. And these days, rather than feeling like I have to chase down opportunities and make things happen, I've been able to trust that the right opportunities are going to come to me. And that when I'm in a more relaxed state and in my more in a more creative and flow flowing state of mind, that I'm better able to make decisions about what to do and what to move forward. 
The next thing that I'm going to share comes from Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who is the founder of Transcendental Meditation. You might have heard me talk about TM before. It's the type of meditation that I do. It's a mantra meditation. You're given a mantra by a teacher and you say this mantra to your head, to yourself in your head and it helps you to access this state of peace and calmness and flow within yourself and it actually changes your the way your brain functions they have done tons and tons of studies into tm and found that it helps the two hemispheres of the brain to perform more effectively together they call it coherence brain coherence where your brain is basically functioning at a higher level something that maharishi often says and it comes from the vedas which is the ancient texts from india and he has a saying from the Vedas, yoga star guru karmani. And what this means is establish in consciousness, perform action. Establishing consciousness basically means get yourself into a high vibe state, get yourself into a centered, grounded, conscious, present state of mind, and then go and do what it is that you need to do in your life in the world. Because when we get ourselves into that state of more presence and flow, the brain functions better. It's going back to what I said a few moments ago. And I think often what we do is we get it the other way around. We often think that we'll feel better once we've done the things that we need to do. You know, we only allow ourselves to rest when we have done everything we need to do for the day or at the weekend after a long, hard week at work. But I think we've got it the wrong way around. And actually, let's get ourselves into a good mental state first. And then the action that we perform is going to come from that place and everything is going to be coming from a higher level. So establish yourself in consciousness, in being, and then perform your action. And your actions are going to be coming from a better place. And I would also add that doing TM twice a day. I'm not paid by the TM organization to say this. It's just massively, massively helped me. That has helped me to let go of this pressure that I used to put on myself about doing enough and um, help me to just have so much more acceptance that whatever I get done in a day, just allow it to be enough because beating yourself up about things does not do you any favors at all. So the next thing I want to share is about stopping the compare and despair and really being aware of something that I've heard called busy porn. Basically, people on social media or friends or colleagues or family members kind of glamorizing or humble bragging about how busy they are. You know, I might have talked about this before on the podcast about how, you know, we ask people how they are and quite often they will answer busy and actually Busy is not an emotion. <laughs> it's actually an unnatural state of being for human beings. It causes us to be in fight or flight. And our nervous system is not designed to be in fight or flight all the time. It's not healthy. It's not the, the way that we function the best. So be really aware that sometimes people, to make themselves potentially look more important or successful, 
We'll talk a lot about how busy they are or all the things that they're doing. And I'm not necessarily even saying that it comes from a bad place. Of course, it doesn't usually come from a bad place in that person. They just are caught up in a cycle of busyness and they're, they're being honest about it. But I think we need to remember that busyness might look good on the outside if you're doing loads of things. But if inside you are feeling terrible, if you are having panic attacks you know, at night, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you're arguing with your partner because you don't have enough time for them, that's not that's not a good type of busy. And so really stepping away from the busy porn, coming back to yourself, focusing on what helps you to feel good. If it doesn't feel good to be working 17 hour days, six days a week, then please don't compare yourself to other people that might be living their life in that way. And I actually think we we would do well to focus more on being rather than doing. You know, you are not born on this planet to be busy and work all the time. You're not born to be productive. You know, coming back to what makes you happy? What are you here on this earth to do? How can you prioritise what actually helps you to feel good? I love Gabrielle Bernstein's quote, measure your success by how much fun you're having. You know, are you having fun? Come back to that. Come back to what really matters to you. What is really important to you? And maybe success in your career or doing lots of things for charity is really important to you. But make sure it also feels good as well. And you're not burning yourself out or putting yourself under so much pressure that you can't enjoy it. Because feeling good is the whole point, surely. So our productivity doesn't affect our worth. You know, even if you sit on the couch all day eating chips, watching Netflix, which is basically my ideal day, you are going to be just as worthy, just as valuable as a human being. It doesn't make you any less, no matter what you do or don't do. This is just a fact. I also think it's really important to appreciate the things that we do do, because as human beings, we have this inbuilt desire for more, you know, more happiness, more success, more money, more shoes, whatever it is. And that's amazing for our you know, evolution as a species and we've created incredible things as, as a human race because of our desire for more. But if we are in a state of lack because we're always looking for more or better and it never feels good enough, then this can lead to anxiety, to us being unhappy, basically. And we all know, really, well, we should all know by now that actually happiness comes from appreciating what we have now. It comes from being grateful for the things that we have. Because if we're in that mindset of lack, then it's never enough. We could have Beyonce's success and it would never be enough. So we've got to come back to appreciating what we have achieved. What have you got done this week? You know, what have you enjoyed? What have you done to help others? What have you created? Rather than focusing on what you haven't, coming back to what you have done and what you do have in your life and then lastly just wanting to remind you that you can do anything but not everything you know we all want to have it all or perhaps it's more that there's this suggestion in society that we can and should have it all but we cannot have it all at once you cannot have babies and washboard abs If you want to travel lots for your work, you're probably going to miss out on social events with your friends. If you love sleep, you're probably going to miss out on, you know, the odd night out. Make decisions that are right for you and your happiness and remind yourself that you can't be everywhere all at once. 
Yes, we can have it all, but we can't have it all at once. There are going to be different seasons in our lives. There's a season for working hard. There's a season for relaxing and staying home. There's a season for being sociable. And I think it is a myth that we can have it all because we are all juggling. We're all balancing things. So let's just take the pressure, that pressure off ourselves. And I'll just finish off by saying a lovely mantra from Chris Carr. And she said, no matter what happened today, I made progress. No matter what happened today, I made progress. And so just want to leave that with you. And I really hope this has been helpful. I hope you can take some of that pressure off yourself and appreciate what you do and know that you are going to be at your best when you take care of your mental well-being. Establish your consciousness first, then take action. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you gained a lot from this episode. Come on over to Instagram and let me know what are you taking from this episode. Find me at Chloe Brotheridge. And I would love it if you would leave me a review in the podcast app or in iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating. And is there someone in your life that would really benefit from this podcast? You can let them know by sharing this podcast. I'd be so, so grateful. So I'm just wishing you a wonderful week ahead, sending you loads of love. Hopefully you'll tune in again and I'll see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 